one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to another week. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to If I Didn't Laugh, I'd Cry. I hope you're all doing good. What have you been up to? What have you been thinking? What have you been feeling? My baby turned eight. My baby turned eight years old. I can't believe it. I still can't believe I'm a mom. That's the thing. I can't believe she's eight, but I still can't believe that I gave birth and I have a kid. <laughs> Every time she's like, mommy, 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 it takes me by shot because I'm thinking, me, you're talking to me. Oh, right, like, how can I help? So, but she's a, we thank God for another year for her. Um, I hope, I hope that I can see her grow. But yeah, she, um, she was away with her dad, so she's had so much fun. Um, and I'm happy. I've been doing good. Life's good. My baby's eight, so let's get into it. So, uh, something to rant about. I feel like the cost of living comes at you sideways sometimes. It just comes really fast. Today, this is going to be a rant and embarrassing if I didn't laugh, I'd cry, Okay. I feel like I already said this. <laughs> it happened to me already when I was in that hotel. But today I was like, oh, let me just go and get like some bits, you know, some bananas, you know, as you do some bread, some bits after the gym. And I went into the shop and I went to pay. I think the stuff just cost like 18 pounds because I got a bit carried away. I decided to get Olivia a new plant for her room, you know, because I've got like a lot. So Olivia likes them as well. You know, who looks after them? I do. Mug. Mug. But I decided to get her a new plant for our room. And, you know, the stuff came to £18. And I was like, no, no, no problem. I think I only, like, got five items. That's how much stuff is so expensive lately. And I went to pay and my card was declined. And I was like, stop. <laughs> and there was a line behind me. Stop it. 
And I looked at the lady and she looked at me and I looked at her and she looked at me and she knew that I just had no money. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> I was like, let me just go to the car a little bit. I just go see what's going on. Quickly went to the car, transferred some funds. Fine, fine. Went back and um, paid. It's a good thing that I had money that I could transfer. But this was everything added up. 18 pounds, please. Line at the back. And I was like, oh, can you just put it aside? Because I really just need to go and figure it out in the car. And everyone's looking at me like, poor girl. And I'm looking at them like, have you guys seen the cost of living? It's costing. It's really, really costing us. Um, but then I asked her, I said, is the line going to be held up if like you keep this stuff to the side? And she's like, no, no, it's fine. So that was fine. But... I did want the grind to open up and swallow me whole. Because one thing I hate is cards declining. I get all flustered. I'm going to be honest. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, just, just, just shoot me. So that's my rant. The cost of living. Because how are five items costing me 18 pounds? I know it's my own fault for getting a plant. But, you know, it shouldn't be like this. It shouldn't be like this. But we move. We got there in the end. Um... Yeah, I've got nothing to confess, I'm going to be honest. So that was like a two-in-one. So let's just get into the questions. It's going to be a really short episode. And I know I always say that it's going to be a short episode and it ends up being a little bit of a lengthy one, but it's going to be a short episode. All right, so question number one. It's like four minutes in and we're already into the questions. Can you deep that? that? That never happens. Usually I'm like 20 minutes in. And then I'm like, guys, time for <laughs> anyway. Who's this? New, new year, new me. Um, I know this is kind of dumb. This is kind of a dumb question, but how do you remain faithful after so many unanswered prayers? Struggling after ignored and overthinking myself into a loop of doubt. So this individual feels like they're being ignored by God because their prayers have not been answered. Listen, back in my day, back in my day. I used to look at life like this as well to be like, you know what, God, I prayed. So where are my answers? Where is the answers? You know what I mean? Where is the answer that I prayed for specifically? I wanted you to say yes. Where is the yes? You get me? Well gone for that. I wanted you to grant me my wish, basically. Like I was rubbing a genie. Um, a genie? Like I was rubbing a lamp and a genie appeared from it. And I had three wishes that I was going to be granted exactly how I asked them. Um, but let me read you from, let me first read from Job chapter 2 verse, um, I'm going to start from verse 9 uh, and 10. I'm going to start, I'm going to read verse 9 and 10. So this is basically the story of Job, who a man who was faithful Satan goes where the sons of God were meeting and has a conversation with God and is like, you know, where are you coming from, Satan? Satan is like, well, coming, walking from throne earth, like just doing my thing, just going up and down, just seeing where I can cause some chaos. You know what I do. And then God said, have you considered my fellow servant Job? And he's all like, yeah, you know, you've put a hedge around him. Can't touch him. And God's like, yeah, are you sure about that? He's faithful. I know my guy. You know, 
do what you do what you will. And I'm just paraphrasing this, yeah. So Job, um, Satan starts by um killing off his. He basically kills off his kids, kills off his livestock, everything destroys it. And then this is when now Job was struck by um his health. His health was struck. His skin. Um, and his wife seeing this, she said. Then his wife said to him, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. Yeah, imagine imagine your spouse saying that to you. <laughs> do you know how mad that is? <laughs> it's like, do you still trust your God now? Just curse him and die. <laughs> you are no good to nobody. You are depressed. Look at your skin, okay? No skincare routine, no amount of skincare routine is helping you, my guy. Curse God and die. And Job replies, but, um, so Job says, verse 10 says, let me just say that. But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Hmm. Shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Basically, Job is saying, so you're telling me that I should only accept God when he's doing good to me, but I shouldn't when there's bad stuff happening. Are you for real? You sound like a foolish woman. You're talking out your bum. That's what Job is basically saying to this woman. Um, and he doesn't curse God. Yeah, and the way the story ends in the end, Job didn't curse God and die. You get me? Um, but then, let me also read you from James chapter 1, verse 2 to 7, or to 8, actually. My brethren, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not, for let not that man suppose he will receive anything from God. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let me read that again. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from God. He is a double-minded, double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Listen. The testing of your faith indeed does breed patience. If you have faith, it means you believe that God is there. He's listening to your prayers and God will answer your prayer one way or another. But if you have a doubt in mind, as it's described, this is like a wave being tossed at sea. And you know how the waves sound when they're being tossed at sea. It's like just crashing. Yeah, crashing on those rocks, just chaos. Yeah, it's loud as heck as well, if that makes sense. So if you have a doubt in mind that God will answer your prayer, that's not good. But as we've read in Job, shall we only trust God and shall we only accept God when good is happening to us? And again, if we go back to James, count it all joy. You know what I mean? Count it all joy. Um, when you're going through various trials, when you're experiencing hard, hardship, count it all joy, because at the end of that is the strengthening of your faith, is the 
faith that you've got breeding more patience. At the end of the day, perilous times, A, are upon us, and B, more is coming, more are coming. So will you say that then God has left us and God doesn't care about us when heaven is silent? No, no, I don't think that's how it's supposed to be. Because as we've read, um, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Listen, you are trying to seek um, a revelation. That's what you're trying to seek and answer to your prayer. You're praying for something specific. But at the in the midst of that prayer, of that particular thing that you're praying about, pray for wisdom for God to know when your prayer is being answered. Pray for wisdom for God to know um to know God's voice you need to pray for patience you need to pray for all these things because God's time is not our time God doesn't work the way we work if somebody asks us a question we're going to answer it right there and then but sometimes let's not pretend sometimes we need longer to think about things we need longer to ponder on things and I'm not saying that God is the same as us I'm just saying everything has its perfect time and heaven has its perfect time for everything. You understand me? God's mind is not like a human mind. Hence why we get frustrated going, why is God not hearing me? Why is God not answering my prayers? Why is God not, uh, where is God? And God's just saying, rah, I'm here fam, just be patient. Um, I think I've spoken about this a lot of times, but I massively majorly lost my faith when I went through court and I know that I've spoken about this right but I majorly lost myself because I started doubting if God was even hearing me and if God was listening to me and if God was still there for me but in the end it turns out that he never left me because what's happened at the end of that or the current situation or my current life right now it's not what I would have chosen for myself of course not. But I am growing. Every day I'm growing. Every day I can see that, you know, the outcome may not be what I would have wished and I would have hoped, but the outcome is still pleasant. So there are lots of blessings. Sometimes we're looking for something specific that we miss the blessings that are coming down that dusty road. You get me? So as we've read, we, sh we shouldn't just accept God for being a genie in a bottle, you get me, because that's not how it works. We shouldn't look to God as if he's just a grantor of wishes who just zap, 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 you got it, you got it. He's got your best interests and he knows what you need, right, on the opposition of what it is that you want. However, however, if you pray according to God's will, all will be answered. So if it's not God's will that you should have that thing that you're asking for, Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay. And if it's not God's will that you should have that thing that you're asking for immediately. Okay. So God's will is always perfect. It's perfect for us. And that's what we should remember. Yeah. Is trying our best enough? We are called to be Christ-like, but I fail repeatedly at socializing as I cannot properly formulate thoughts quick enough. I feel um, very unnatural and cannot really carry a conversation, so I do not like to burden others by my presence because of this. However, Christ was welcoming, jovial, active, etc., etc. It feels I'm just not meant to be this way and I never have been. I feel extremely unsettled by this as it is completely contrary to what feels like my nature. Would the right thing to would the right thing to do be constant attempts despite my inadequacies? Issue is this leads to failure at friendship, shame and shame and ostracism anyway. I fear if I'm being overly self-centered and failing in an obligation slash duty I have towards others. I hear that. I hear that. That sounds like a predicament indeed. However, maybe you might find some comfort in, you might find comfort in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Um, and I'm going to start from verse 12. For as the body is one and has many members, but all members of that one body being many are one body. So also is Christ. For by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body, is, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would, they, where would be the hearing? If the whole body were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he's pleased. As, and if there were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weak are unnecessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty, but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it that there should be no chism in the body, but that the members should have same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all members suffer with it. And if one member is honored, all members rejoice with it. Now, you are one body of Christ and members individually. And God has appointed these in the church. First apostles, then this, da, 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 and it goes on. So, so on and so forth and so on. So on and so forth. Jeez, <laughs> jeez, that took ages. The meaning of this is basically saying, 
it's talking in um, like a metaphor regarding the body, the actual literal physical body that we have. Obviously, we read that and we heard that. But what it's basically meaning is I am Tawonga. There might be an Emily. There's going to be a Jonathan. There's going to be a Jacqueline. There's going to be a Jerome. There's going to be so many different people. You understand me. Now, I can't say, listen, I am better than you, Jerome. There's no need for you in God's kingdom or as part of God's body, if that makes sense. Yeah? As we are all one members in Christ. We've read that. So it's basically saying we've all got a purpose. We've all got a place. The weaker members are in the body actually serve a greater purpose if that makes sense who thinks about their liver most of the time people don't hence why people abuse their liver if that makes sense who thinks about the pancreas who thinks about just little tiny things in the body but they're the ones that are quite mighty you get what i'm saying um this is basically what it's saying that every single person in christ has a function there is nobody who should say, oh, well, I am not as outgoing as Jesus was or I'm not as outgoing as other people. There is a spiritual gift that you have that's for you. That doesn't require you to be anything but who you are. You understand me? I do think that it's important to do little things outside of your comfort zone to get comfortable or to get at least to, to, to say to yourself that, you know what? I tried or I do X, Y, and Z. That's out of my comfort zone. However, it's not by force, but there is something. There is something that's for you. There is something that is your spiritual gift that has been given to you that you need to explore and that you need to use. You understand me? Um, there are some people at church who don't actually speak, but they are deacons or deaconesses and they help with this or they help with that. Now, their gift isn't ministering. Their gift isn't going in front of the church. Their gift isn't, uh, by ministering, I mean preaching, I should have said that. Their gift isn't doing the announcements. It's just quietly being in church and being a presence. But guess what? That's still a ministry. That's still something that they're contributing. You understand me? And you know what? Christ was a social person, but I don't think he was social the way other people go out of the way to be social. I think he was just somebody who, my mum made a comment to me. She said, Tawonga, light attracts flies. Light attracts flies. And she was saying this when I was like, mom, I just don't think anyone will like me anymore because I feel like, you know, my lifestyle before was basically suitable to what people were doing. But now, mom, I found God and oh, that's all I want to actually do. I want to follow Jesus. Da, 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 da. And she said, Tawonga, it's all good. <laughs> she said, it's all good. People may be repelled and may be put off by all of this and may actually be like, Ra, same to Wonga, who used to do X, Y, and Z. But light attracts flies. Just be you. Do you live your life? And the same people are the people who actually want to talk to you more when they're ready or when they want to know more. So at the end of the day, that, and I'm not just giving this as an example of like, I don't think Jesus went out of his way, but he was, he is the light and light attracts flies. So I think naturally he just attracted people because of just who he is. But I don't think he was like the life of a party of like, hey guys, let's turn up. And I don't think so. 
You know, I think he had his ministry and he conducted his ministry and people were interested. And I think that's the same with everybody. I don't know what my ministry is, I'm going to be honest with you. And I don't even, like, almost every day I say to myself, you know what, I think I'm going to stop podcasting because I don't know if it's actually reaching anybody, etc. right? But when I look at the analytics, I see that people are listening. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but I know that it's ha it's happening. You get what I mean? So we've all got something that we could be doing. Let no one say that this is unimportant or this person is unimportant or this individual is unimportant. And let us not say that about ourselves. You understand me? Because after all, this is for Christ. It's not for self-gratification. It's not for... You know, for others to be like, ah, look at Tawanga, she's so good, or she knows God, da, da, da. No, it's about serving God. You know what I'm saying? Um, and to be Christ-like, the way I look at it, it's not exactly to have Christ's personality, if that makes sense, but that his characteristics of obedience, of, you know, humbleness and meekness, etc. But if his personality was being a joker, it doesn't mean that you need to be a joker. You know what I'm saying? But just the traits, the characteristics of who we ought to be or what, it's, who, what it should be like to be a Christian, if that makes sense, um, the characteristics that Christ had. I think that's what we're supposed to be aiming for. Um, but to have Christ's personality of being social, et cetera, et cetera, I don't think that's on the agenda. I don't think that's on the protocol. You know what I mean? But everybody has got their function. Every single member in Christ has got their position and their function. And you know what? If you lack the knowledge of what it is that you're meant to, to, to be doing or what your position is or what your ministry is, then ask. Ask God to reveal to you. After all, we've just read in James chapter 1 that if you lack wisdom, then ask, because God gives it to everybody who asks for it. You know what I mean? And we read as well, I've read this in Hebrews, where it says, you know, he's a, he's a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. And if we read in Proverbs chapter 8 as well, when it, we, um, it's wisdom, it's saying, listen, Anybody who seeks wisdom, it will be it will be given to them. You know what I mean? So why must we on earth struggle, struggle with knowing our position, knowing who we are, knowing where we're meant to be when we've got a father in heaven who will give us these things? These are the things that better us and help us to understand ourselves, help us to understand God, help us to understand God's will and purpose for us. You know what I mean? So these are the things that you are guaranteed because it's promises, it's written in the book, right? That he will grant you what it is that you seek. You know, but if you're going to be going, God, I want a Porsche. I win. I don't know. I don't know about that one. But I hope I've answered these questions. OK, um, I've been feeling a little bit deflated, I would say, about the podcast. It's just I don't know what to how to explain it. But sometimes I genuinely do feel like does anyone actually care? Does this actually benefit anyone? Um but there's a small, still voice at the back of my head that goes, even if one person benefits from this, it's a good, it's 
a win is a win. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think most of my um, deflated or maybe spirit of like, oh, it's because it costs me to make it, but I gain nothing financially, if that makes sense. And I know it shouldn't be for financial purposes or benefits, but my card got declined, guys. My card got declined for 18 pounds, guys. So I am basically losing money, but I'm not making it back. But, but a bigger part inside of me says, you know what? It's a small, it's a small thing because if it is genuinely helping somebody get to know God, get to know themselves, maybe understand the world better, maybe just have somebody in their ears and make them feel less lonely, if that makes sense, for half an hour, an hour, however long the episode can be, then that makes me feel good. It's just that you guys are naughty, naughty, yeah? You are all silent listeners, so I would never know. I would never know if somebody actually benefits from this. However, you know the email address, a really long one. If you do benefit from this and you just want to make me feel better, then you can write in. But otherwise, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And I'll be seeing you guys again next week because... Though I do feel discouraged and I feel like I'm going to give up. I don't. <laughs> I don't. And I know I shouldn't. Um, because otherwise, what am I going to do? Otherwise, what am I going to do? You get what I'm saying? So let us leave us with, let me, let not let us, let me leave us with a quote. And the quote is, light attracts flies. Wah, wah, wah. I'm sorry the episode is over, but please tune in next week for another exciting journey. Goodbye, goodbye, bye, bye, bye. Have good vibes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.